next month, Tribulation will release their new album, Where the Gloom Becomes Sound, via Metal Blade Records. The band's fifth full-length indisputably elevates the Swedes to the highest echelons as their most expressive and inventive album to date. Purchase your copy now at metalblade.com slash tribulation. Once again, Tribulation's new album, Where the Gloom Becomes Sound. Pre-order it now. Metalblade.com slash tribulation. This is the Metal Sucks Podcast with your hosts, Petter Spych, Brandon Hahn, and Sylvia Alvarado. Metal Sucks Podcast. Hello, all our friends out there. This is your host, Petter Spych. I'm always joined by... My name is Brandon Hahn, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at YourBuddyGooch. Also. And I am Sylvia. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at It's the Sylvia. Don't you motherfuckers forget. Whoa. They never would. No it's shit. Jocelyn Sharp. Uh, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Jocelyn Sharp. That's J-O-Z-A-L-Y-N, sharp like a sharp knife. Why didn't I get a cool bring up like that? Did you, did, did you hear her go, uh, because I threw her off. You ah. did. You yeah. did. You threw she me didn't, off. She like, didn't what? see that coming. She does not like <laughs> be called a mofo. Oh. <laughs> not a mofo. If you guys want to follow me, I guys. I don't know. I think Jocelyn's has fucked plenty of moms. <laughs> I have. <laughs> <laughs> you okay wanna, over there. If you guys want to follow me, I am at Rise to Offend on Facebook and Twitter. Rise to Offend official on Instagram. This week, guys, this is going to be our holiday episode. We're going to talk about holidays this week. We are interviewing Tarja Turinen. We're here to celebrate Christmas together. Uh, it's a live stream performance that's happening December 11th and 12th. And also, there's a 2020 version of her Christmas record from Spirits and Ghosts, A Dark Score for Christmas. That is out now with a second disc, which is the Christmas Together performance from 2019, guys. So make sure you're picking up the record and pre-ordering tickets to the live stream, which is happening December 11th and 12th. Tickets are available now, guys. Go to worldwidelive.konta. I-N-E-R, that's container with a K, dot L-I-V-E for tickets. But before we get into our interview, guys, let's talk a little bit about the Metal Sucks News. That still makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. I don't like that one. No. Okay. What happened to the other one? Oh, the other this four one that we've recycled this, this year? This one makes me feel uh, Dirty, violated. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Oh, yeah. Doing it again. Double I'm down. I'm powerful. Pubes. That's what it sounds like. That's what it <laughs> sounds time. like Every to time. me. Yeah. Right. That's what I hear. And then I can taste them and also smell them. That's, hey. You have an, an acute sense of smell and taste. My stomach hurt. P- pubes, yeah. have, pubes have a that's very like, specific taste a, and smell. Guys, this is the holiday episode. That's a very... <laughs> Merry, nope, no talk. Merry Christmas. Wash your pubes. It's like, it's an yeah, estimate. seriously. Yeah. Yeah. They <laughs> should not have a taste. Why, are, why isn't that well, a shirt? Well, hair tastes like hair. Why yeah. isn't that a shirt? Merry Christmas. Wash your pubes. <laughs> Put that on your stocking. So all four of us do celebrate Christmas out here. Did you have a Christmas album that your parents listen to all the time? No. We talk about this in the interview, me and her, but did you have one? No. Do you remember those Walmart albums that were like gray and white? Like the compilation albums that Walmart sold all the time? I don't remember that. There was a Christmas one that my grandma had that she played all the time, and it was all like... um, Elvis and like um, uh, like old school Bing 40s, Crosby. 50s yeah. and 60s guys. And it was like all the best Christmas albums. I love Christmas. Christmas so is my favorite holiday. I, what about you? Did you have? We had like a similar compilation CD, but it wasn't like with um, like Elvis or anything. It was nah. just like instruments. My dad was, he had Neil Diamond Christmas. I don't know what it was called. It was but such it was a like, dad Christmas it a, album. It was a tape. <laughs> and I mean, dude, you it was on have, tape. It was on tape, dude. Yeah. And uh, dude, he rocked it all the time. And then, uh, years later, he got a, a Harry Connick Jr. one, and me and my brother rejected that shit hard. <laughs> like, yeah, go back to Neil. <laughs> like, who is this Harry Connick Jr.? Give me the diamond or give me death. Yeah. And uh, I don't know what happened to that tape. I have a hilarious uh, last year Christmas story. Um, no offense to our friends in the band. Uh, you can talk to my husband about it if you have a problem with the story. But for Christmas last year, my mom got my husband a five-finger death punch sweatshirt. And he hates that band. Like, he literally hates it. And so he tried to pull, he pulled the sweatshirt out and he was like trying to be polite, you know, where you're like trying to like yeah. act oh, sure. like, and he's like, uh, 
thanks. Oh, and my mom's like, you. what's wrong? And I'm like, he hates that band. And like, so there was like this whole running joke in my family now where we like buy five finger death punch. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. There was a story That's this cute. week. I mean, to jump on the story, there was a story this week about um, there's four metal bands that dominate 50% of the metal streaming charts. And I know you guys didn't see the story, did you? No. I think I know which one. I never saw so, the story. Can I we think guess? I know one of them. Yes, I want, I'm going to go around the room. Guess. Go with the first. What do you think? Trans-Siberian Orchestra. No. No. Wait, is this during Christmas time? No, not during, just right oh. now. Oh. Just, well, I mean, I guess during Christmas. During, it, during right holiday now. time. Right now. We're celebrating all the holidays. So we're just oh. Christmas folks. But, but I'm saying like this means like right now. December, the top. December 2nd was when of this 2020. was 2020. Okay. Yes. Deftones? No. Oh. You guys are kidding me right Is now. Is it top four? Top four. Um, Metallica. Thank you. Oh, um, <laughs> they do a Christmas album? It's not, oh, Christmas. It's not Christmas. It's not Christmas. Did oh. I confuse you guys that bad? No, 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 no. no. You, I mean, we were talking about Christmas, and then all of a sudden you guys were like. Okay, <laughs> so you said Deftones. That's wrong. You said Trans-Siberian Orchestra. That's wrong, but you were guessing Christmas, so I'm going to give you a second guess. Go. She got Metallica. She's right. And it's metal bands. Metal bands. The four metal bands that people stream the most. Top streams. ACDC. Does that count as metal? It's not on there. Okay. But I, I, I would say that's a rock band, uh, but I think it counts. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying this. Allison Chains. No. Okay. Slipknot. Christmas. Okay. Tool. Okay. And Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> Hilarious. Oh Hilarious. Here's the thing. A lot of people like Five Finger Death Punch, but that's the thing about music and art. Some people aren't going to like your shit. My husband doesn't like the shit. I was surprised. I was thinking like... You know, they're pretty know, mainstream. Aussie they're pretty mainstream, though, and they're pretty. They're, they put out albums like every year. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah a, they, that's a, You know, that's something they did bring. Is that uh, the, uh, come to a point? Is that a lot of these bands on here have like multiple versions of albums? Like the like Metallica has Injustice for All deluxe box set, and then the regular one. Metallica Red Light right. remastered. You know, so they do have that, which is true. But still, I was. Uh, I can, and Tool does not. They only have their five records, so for them to get that many streams is pretty impressive. But they take up, uh, it says 43% of streams, according to this uh, Stream and Destroy uh, newsletter that Ryan J. Downey sends out. But anyways, that was just a side note, guys. Um, well, that's interesting. Mer- Merry Christmas, statistics. You win. Yes. <laughs> I'm doing anything to move on from pubes. <laughs> anything. Well, you're the one who brought I went them to Neil up. Diamond. You brought them back up. I know. I'm and the one that's saying yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and guess also, what? three people in the room want to talk about pubes and only one doesn't. Yeah. So who's the asshole here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always the one that don't want <laughs> to talk about hair. <laughs> God. <laughs> Guys, let's be professionals. Did you hear me Shut up. I did. Do you remember the first? You didn't see my reaction? <laughs> do you remember fun. the first metal album you got for Christmas? First metal album? Uh, oh, I do. Go. Mine was Iron Maiden, uh, the tr- um, Peace of Mind. That was the first one you got for Christmas? Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's a remember? good Christmas as as yeah. like Metal albums? Metal, for Christmas? yeah, yeah. Um, Actually, you know what? I got metal Peace of Mind and would Power say. Slave at the, on the same day. It was cassette. For Christmas? For Christmas. That's a good Christmas present. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? Your mom's cool. Uh, <laughs> awesome. I didn't get any metal albums or like rock albums. The only like rock album that I got for my brother as a present was Alice in Chains Dirt. Mm. You? To tell you exactly what kind of do- guy I dated in, in junior high and in high school, the first two CDs I ever got in my life were a Christmas present and they were Papa Roach and Limp Bizkit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> those, are, those, are, those are major, those are major. Yeah, they were both major day. releases. It was uh, Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water and then um, whatever the... Try not to... Cut my life into... Try not to say it. My oh, oh God! Just Stick it up your yeah. Oh God! <laughs> you okay? Oh God! I saw the veins popping out. Oh, For God. me, I only got one um, growing up Christmas album. That's it, just one. Because the way it worked in my household is, we, me and my brother would get one gift, right? And it would be on the tree, and we'd stare at it and try to figure it out. My brother always wanted it to look like a Super Nintendo box because then he knew it was a video game. Like one year, for example, when Street Fighter came to the Super Nintendo, the SNES. Ooh. It was a big deal. And so that year, we told our mom, my brother's like, I want this, I want this. And I wasn't a big video gamer. So when I saw the present wrapped, I'm like, that's got to be like Street Fighter. So the next year, because he got the Street Fighter, I took my mom to Sam Goody's. And I'm like, I want this box set, this Metallica live shit binge and purge box set. 
and I'm, I'm and I would tell her it's, it's not I didn't tell her it's called life shit I'd be like oh yeah it's just Metallica live it's really cool and so the dude from Sam Moody's goes in the back and he brings it out and sure it says live like shit like there's a star over the eye and she's like I'm not buying this shit on it like I'm not buying this for you like go in the car and she has an accent yeah that's hilarious my mom definitely has an accent that's, that's <laughs> like a thick one yeah. so that Sam yes. Goody guy was like uh <laughs> I'm not sorry. buying this for you go to the car I didn't lie and so so I went to the car all defeated and then sure enough I saw it though the guy pulled it out because it was in the back uh huh and so I see under the tree and I'm like, holy shit, that looks like the fucking Metallica box set. And my brother's, I told my brother, I'm like, I think it's the Metallica. He's like, I don't want that. Did you really <laughs> ruin our Christmas by asking for this? My brother like DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. He didn't want no Metallica, oh, right? Oh, no. Yeah, he was all about, he was all about, uh, I don't know, Jodeci. But anyways, boy, oh. those, those are two wildly different music tastes. At, Pete. At, <laughs> I think in the 90s, Boys to Men and Jodeci is all I heard from him. Yeah, that was so. Oh, was like so he, was, he wasn't into Jazzy Jeff. It he was, was into the, the 90s. Yeah. The 90s sexy, the R&B that always looked wet. It uh, was a hard time being a metalhead during, because like, dude, Pete, Pete 90s, and I had the yeah. same friends, so it was like R&B every was everywhere, time, yeah. every time we jump into a car, we're like, ABC. what the fuck? Yeah, we'd be I make love to you. I dude. can't do it. <laughs> so funny. So I hate 90s R&B. I hate I love, it. I my, love my, 90s R&B. My mom put in that Boys to Men tape when he got it, and that's the song that came on, and he started singing it, and she's like, Arr! <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, yeah, like she pulled it out. Oh. <laughs> I'll make love she to did, you. She didn't think because yeah, oh, like that's a child shouldn't be yeah. singing. I'll oh. make love to so you. So she put in the invoke oh. tape so we can sing for your mind. That makes sense. It's a lot better. Anyways, <laughs> there was a guitar in that song. Oh, dude, I love that invoke tape. I got a lot. That's lie. such a good oh, album. I, uh, I, I did. I did. My, I mean, like I said, we're like I 11, used to fantasize. 90s rainbow. killed it on music on, on the like as far as like broad. This is like to, totally off topic, but mm-hmm. I feel like from all genres, 90s killed it. Oh, see, like, I think I think 90s. I think that's when R&B took a giant shit and I it's disagree. never recovered. I think R&B is horrible music now. It was amazing in the 70s. We don't like, have R&B anymore. It was, was amazing say, in the 70s really have any? and no, in the really. late 60s. So anyways. I got the live shit binger. My mom went back and bought the uh, the, the tape, and I I, I opened and you it. Ruined your and brother's. My Christmas. brother is my brother's like looked at me and he was just like next year's mine dude (laughs) (laughs) and so i would virtually i had a a do you remember what you got the next year portable cd player um i neck no i said it i was so happy about that gift i'm like yeah it's yours it's yours it's yours and i do remember we got some video game um it was because at that point we had a uh god what was it sega genesis super nintendo no we had genesis before the super nintendo i thought no my orders are backwards yeah super nintendo sega genesis then it went no 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 it went nintendo genesis and super Nintendo. yeah he's right yeah you're right yeah yeah, yeah, genesis then super nintendo you have then gamecube yeah and and at the time super nintendo we had like super mario Bros. three we only had like four or five games but he got whatever he we got a game next year for him i can't remember or you know i feel like it might have been a playstation right playstation one came in around 95 yeah I think I think we got the PlayStation. Yeah, I think like, I think that's when it around 95 you know, 96. So, yeah. That's when I got it. You know, yeah. Mom mom had the, you know, dude, mom had me, my brother, my dad was paralyzed and we live in an apartment and I mean, she took care of shit. It was crazy. I look back I'm like, "Fuck, how did she pull that off every year?" Make I think about happen, that too. Dude. I mean, and like she she really is like an, an insane all-star when it comes to that shit. That's my my mom the, the same way. My yeah. mom was the same yeah. way. So. Well, you think, and, and I rewind now. Like, I think about how in shambles my life is most days, like, mm-hmm. as an adult, like, by myself. And I can't even imagine, like, my mom was a single mom Buying working a full time job trying to buy Christmas presents yeah. for me. And, like, I never got skimped on for Christmas. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I was poor until I was an adult. Like, I didn't know we were poor growing up. I had no idea. Well, she did a good job then. Yeah. And I uh, dude, we but me and my brother, any gift we we got, we were screaming happy and jumping up and down. Like there's videos of us like crying joy. Like it was crazy. And now I got kids, as as everybody on the fucking show knows. But Briscoe's the same. He'll lose his mind over a puzzle. Over anything. Yeah. <gasps> I, I got love a puzzle. that. It's forty eight pieces it cost yeah. me. I got it at the dollar store, but he didn't care. He, he just, just likes he's so presents. ecstatic. Yeah. And so I'm like, dude, I, I love that because uh, it would really, like, I don't know. I had a lot of friends growing up that were spoiled. Are you going to do the I same spoiled. thing? Are you going to do the same thing to your kids where it's like, all right, this is your Christmas this year? No. Next year? No. No, 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 no. Luckily, the way it works is that when you uh, come over to America is that generationally you're supposed to uh, improve have more wealth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so my mom and dad came over here and we were very, very poor, but we were 
very happy. And it, so we got educations, and I'm, now we, our generational I'm wealth gonna tell is you more. That this is the funny thing. Pete's yeah. like, he's like, you were, I'm making way more money than my parents, and he's living three doors down from where he grew up. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's a bigger house. But. <laughs> you went far. Barely. You went very far. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, dude, I, I, I love my mom. I'll live. I'll live. I'm no. Four, I'm four doors down from my mom. No, okay. I'm just. Not if three, I could four. live, if I could live in my grandma's house, still, I would live in my yeah. grandma's house. It's the greatest still. thing ever. If no one I would just, judge me, and I could live with my grandma till I died, I would. I just think it's funny that it's like Pete is. Creating the same poor atmosphere, but he's got money hidden. He's like, kids, oh, wait, no, no, wait, no. Wait, wait, I wait. want you to grow up thankful wait. every day. His kids have so Brandon, much shit. Brandon doesn't know what he's talking about. We grew up in a bad neighborhood in apartments, and my mom worked her ass off to get us that house. Yes. And that house is in a good neighborhood. So now I'm living four houses down in a good neighborhood that she got us when we were like 16 years old. So we grew up at this time in apartments that were not There good. are chalk outlines in front of Pete's house like every day. That's not true. Okay. That's not true at all. <laughs> I just, it's totally fine. 100 percent fine. Yeah. There was um, seven murder scenes on the block. It's not true. Dude. I had, you, two, I had two neighbors die, which made me really oh sad because all my neighbors are old. But they're Because they've been living right? there forever. Yeah, yeah. Heaven's Gate happened right across from Pete's house. All right. Back to Christmas. Mm. Are you guys doing Santa? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll do Santa. Yeah. I'll do that. Do yeah. you guys do the letters and stuff and everything? What's the letters? Like where you oh, have yeah. your kids. Briscoe write wrote a- dude, Briscoe wrote a letter. He's five. Oh wow, this just this just what you guys just went to the happy place for me. <gasps> Yay. Yeah. And he wrote so good. No, no puke talk. He goes, he goes, he wrote, Dear Santa, I want PJ Masks toys. Um Got it. I know what he means. And then he said, uh, Plants versus Zombies toys and an American flag. Don't even know why he wants an American flag, but it's patriotic. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I know. I was like, what is this last thing? American flag? He's like, yes. Like, I want to fly it out the back of my power wheels. And he spelled (laughs) everything right except for flag. How do you spell flag? Uh Did he leave out the L? No. My mind went there too. I hope not. <laughs> Did he leave out the A? No, he, he left out the A. Flag. F-L-G. Flag. Oh, I love Brandon. Yeah. Writing so. a, a letter to Santa was a way I found out Santa was didn't exist. Oh, tell us. Yeah, that was this was, I think I was in first grade. And kind of one of our assignments was to write a letter. And we, we sent it out. And one of the eighth graders came in and they're like, oh, this little short elf guy brought this. And we like all looked at our Santa, like the letters that Santa gave us. But we all noticed that the handwriting was different. No, it was different on all of our letters. So like me and my friends would like kind of compare and we're like, why is your handwriting different than mine? And so somewhere we we realized it was the eighth graders who are Santa has a traumatic brain injury. We didn't think about that. Yeah. Wow. Oh. I didn't, yeah. We didn't Sylvia's over here talking about how she found out about Santa through CSI motives. I know. know. She's we doing did. like analysis like, yeah. of the paper. We did. Oh, we see did. the way he wrote the B? See yeah. what happens? No, that's exactly how yeah. we did. We're yeah. like, well, your B is like this, but his B is like, what's going on? And yeah. oh, was the eighth graders. You and then she returns the Nancy Drew book in, to the library and says, I'm just as good as her. I'm moving on to romance anymore. novels. I'm done with this Nancy Drew shit. Yeah. Santa liar. I always sort of knew Santa wasn't real. I always felt like it was, I was doing my parents. Like I thought it was like, you know, you're the parent and you're supposed to be like, yes, yeah, it's for you. Like, I always thought it was like, yeah, Santa mom, <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, uh, even as a kid, I'm like, I know it's you mom. But like, I was also a very type a kid. Like, did you guys get to make Christmas lists in your house? We had to make, uh, we, we had to make Christmas lists no. every year. That's uh-huh. like my parents were big on not wasting money. So they're like, if you're going to get a present, you're going to use it. And so I had to make Christmas lists, but I'm so type a that I would organize them. Like my, I would type, I would type them up on the computer and print, you know, like the wow. ching, 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 yeah, ching, yeah, ching, printer. I love those, those and, typewriters. And I would be organized by like electronics, apparel. <laughs> like, I remember. I was, I'm so, so type wow. A. I'm so type A. I remember one time, um, it was around Christmas time and, uh, my parents weren't around and I was young and, um, some burglars tried to break into my house. This is a lie. I can already tell on your face. Yeah. Okay. There's this other time they left me in New York. No, 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 no. You know, home alone three. There's this other time I was in Takanomi Plaza. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. I'm sorry, bro. I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. There's a story. I found out, I found out there was, I found the presence. Yeah. And oh, then, uh, like in the that's closet how you found or something? It? That's how I found out. And then I was like, huh. So I found the presents. And then a couple days later, it was Christmas. I didn't say shit. I was like, oh, I found mom's well, presents. Then I was like, like, Santa, what the fuck? And then, yeah. We lived in the middle of nowhere, rural Nevada. And I was like, we can't get 
Wi-Fi, but we Santa can come here. It doesn't right. make sense like that. I don't have cable, but I think I did see <laughs> the Christmas presents in the closet, but it didn't. I was like with two, three, but I didn't put two and two together. And I'm like, hmm, all right, just close the, the I closet was, door. I was one of those sneaky kids. I would go in and I would take a butter knife and I would go underneath. Yep. The, oh, the tape. That. does that work? It I works. Yeah. yeah, you can you can go with the butter knife and if you go super gentle, you can get the tape. Yeah. Open. If your if your mom's shitty, like if she does like the quip, you know, yeah. like towards the end, like at the first tent, my mom's crazy and she every single present is decorated fully with like 18 Hobby Lobby ribbons. But oh. I love the thing. My favorite thing about Christmas is like the first three weeks of December, there's all these beautiful presents under the tree. And then the last week of December, the rest of the presents are just like, <laughs> like somebody just yeah. wraps scotch tape around it. Like they're like, no, yeah. I don't, I don't care anymore. But those are the easiest ones to open at peak at. That's my, how I found out I got a Tamagotchi. Oh. I, I it love up. the I Tamagotchi. Like, my, my dad would take us to ice cream to tell us like real shit. And I remember he took me and my brother to uh, a Baskin Robbins. To said, tell you Santa didn't exist? Yeah. No, say Santa doesn't exist. He's like, right. How old were you? What kind of ice cream? I feel like I was eight. <laughs> did you did eat? It, did that was kind you? of young. Yeah. Did it crush you? No. Yeah. No, no, okay. no, no, no. He's like, he's like, he, he explained it all. Great. He broke it all down. He's like, we buy those. And then we pick them together and we put them under the tree. We hide them. And then that's what we've been doing. So going forward, we're not going to hide them anymore. How's your, how's your ice cream? I like rainbow sherbet at the time. I was a kid. <laughs> You're all, it's just dripping yeah. off your spoon. You're like, uh. but anytime <laughs> he had to sit me and my brother down and give us some, a dose of reality. He would take us to ice cream. I like dude. that though because it's like I'm He's like, you guys good? Okay, well, ready? We're some, such more yeah. like my no, family like just that. screams at each other. When we need just reality in my family, they just yell. Yeah. Is that no, <laughs> I like that. I like that, that he's rewarding you or like treating you yeah. to some like ice cream. Yeah. Is that why is that how your dad explained why they got the hell out of their country and came to America? They're like, things are really rough over there. No, no, that way we Eat were your old ice enough. cream. We were old enough at that point to understand like war. We didn't understand the details as much. But right. um yeah, I mean he did that like when my uh, grandfather past he took us to the ice cream and he's like you know are you like a dog now with the vet every time you drive past an ice cream store do you start to get teared up there's or one like, specific like, uh, there's uh, one specific Baskin Robbins innocence <laughs> yeah I don't go to Baskin Robbins because of this I think oh uh, no yeah. but there was oh one God. specific Peanut Baskin 31, Robbins 31 flavors of sorrow I, I cried at probably four or five times with ice cream <laughs> Really? Oh, with your rainbow sherbet. Mm. Well, well, <laughs> my brother was like, "Stop crying, man." Now I got to know what was the wor- What was the one thing that? What was the one thing that was way too real that got you crying the hardest? I had two rabbits, right? Oh. And oh, I would no. let them run around the house, and then they'd go under my bed and they'd eat all the carpet in an apartment. So we have to pay for this. Um, it's not like a normal thing. So I would not know that they're eating the carpet under the bed. Well, my mom moved the bed, and I mean, they ate out like a. Pretty much half the carpet under the bed, they ate it all. Because I, ah, they like going under the bed and hiding. You know, I didn't really care. Um, And so my dad said that we weren't allowed to have pets because we have to pay for pets and apartments. And that's beyond my thing. So he took us to Baskin Robbins. He goes, he he brought pictures, you know, he's he's like, take pictures with your rabbits. And we took pictures and stuff like that. And then uh, my mom took him to a park where all these rabbits live, Sunset Park, and she let the rabbits go. Oh. And he went and told us at the thing. And, oh. and she, he's like, look, we had to get rid of the rabbits. I'm really sorry. How's your rainbow sherbet? Oh. <laughs> hey, but you know that what? was a big cry because hey, I love those rabbits. And could, I was dude, young. it could have been worse. It could have been like a fatal attraction situation where you mm. open a pot and there they are. No, why would anybody boil rabbits? We, I just said fatal attraction situation. Yeah, but that's the people are... But I'm, but and then again, they are coming from a war torn country. That's probably what they did for food back then. What in the fuck? That what? eat rabbits and radishes. <laughs> I was just thinking maybe like a hawk got the rabbit. I didn't go that yeah. far. Yeah, that's pretty intense. Boiling rabbits. Boiling yeah. rabbits. I, I, whenever I think of rabbits, I always think of Fatal Attraction. Do you, did they always. boil? I haven't seen that movie in a long I time. They boiled rabbits. You don't what do you do with that? the fur? No. Yeah, dude. So so the so the psycho. Yeah, Glenn Close. Glenn Close. She takes the kid's rabbit and puts it in a pot while the like with the without the real mom knowing, right? She like turns her back. Glenn Close takes the kid's rabbit, puts it in the pot. So when she's over here cooking dinner, and all of a sudden she digs in, and there's the fucking rabbit. Oh my god! No, yeah. I, I I don't think I need to revisit that. Movie. Oh man, Jesus, that's brutal. Wow. No, I don't. No, I don't I think Pete's dad took him to Baskin Robbins to be like, I brutally murdered your pets. Hey, no. wow. like, or do you but, like? Uh, do you? What do you think your rabbits? And he's like, Oh, they're great. And he's like, No, I'm asking how they taste. You know? And then, Oh, horrible. this is what we're eating. Horrible. Moving it, on. 
Anyway, Christmas. Thank Christmas. God, thank God it was replaced with sherbet. Do you guys have like uh, traditions? We do one present on Christmas Eve and the rest Christmas morning. I do the one Christmas on uh, Christmas Eve. A lot of people do all of the Christmas on Christmas Eve. Everything is on Christmas Eve for, mm-hmm. I thought it was just like Mexicans and Latinos, but. You guys do everything, <laughs> you guys do everything on Christmas Eve, you cheaters? Yeah. You don't wait we, till the morning of? No. Oh, oh, Lisa and I give each other, not. Lisa and I give each other our presents like as soon as I'm like, here, this is what we get. You know, yeah, we like, get them when they come, in the, when they like come get, from Amazon. Yeah, some of, <laughs> like, them are, some of them are coming like day, like before December. <laughs> I'm like, here, enjoy this, you know? Yeah, we always have, and my grandma's the worst. She's like. You can't do that with kids. You, we, got, you gotta all be unwrapping shit. The reason that, like me and my cousins are very, we, there's only three kids in the family, so uh-huh. we're all very spoiled because there's a lot, there's like five, six adults and we're very close family, very close immediate family. So we have big Christmases every year and every year, the, like the week leading up to Christmas, when we'd be at grandma's house, she'd be like, let's just open one present. Tonight. Oh, that's sweet. To tell anyone. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that was our MO is just the one. I mean, unless we yeah. only had one, but my mom would have like uh little stuff. stockings we can do or like the one little present. Yeah. But anything, anything major. Our Christmas a is a disgusting display of capitalist. Like <laughs> I remember it's, we would usually intense. get to open and it was like my favorite thing. We would usually get to open like, but uh, we'd have like a pack of baseball cards each and she'd wrap them as crazy as that sounds. And we'd open up the baseball cards uh, before that. And we, we had those binders where we kept our cards in there. Oh, cute. Yeah, yeah. So we, it was, it was just little things like that. But, um, yeah, I do that where they get the one thing or the, or the, um, the stocking. We do stockings. always full of candy, so they always want the stocking, and then, you know, they're going to stay up all night and be jerks. My stocking's all, always full of, like, tampons and Q-tips <laughs> and stuff that I need because I'm a broke adult. <laughs> Here I am comes not, I am not going to put tampons and Q-tips in anybody's stocking. Thanks. Well, I am very appreciative. You don't know how expensive tampons are. Yeah, they're... <laughs> What well, Q-tips? All of a sudden, why are Q-tips five dollars? Not to be eighty. Santa but. knows you have dirty ears. <clears throat> There's a pandemic. I don't know. That's the excuse everybody's using <laughs> for five dollars Q-tips. Oh boy, <laughs> I love Christmas. Oh man, it's no, my it's, favorite. It's the, yeah. it, dude, I, I love. Do you guys do turkey season, or so. ham or like we? Oof. We do. We, we do German strudels. It's a, I hate ooh. this time of year. I hate this time. You don't of year. like the food. I hate this time. Who of year. saw I that coming? I want to get. <laughs> I want to get to January as quick as possible. Why? I wow. hate December. I hate all the fake bullshit. People are at their absolute worst <laughs> when you're in parking lots and shit. I fucking hate this time of year. We have a, a radio station here in Vegas that plays all Christmas music. Yep. Um, I think I think starting November. Yeah, that's all. She or after to. like Christmas. Yeah, we're or, um, Thanksgiving. Uh, I mean, in our household, Christmas. I feel like I walk into a grocery store when I get into her car. I'm like, <laughs> right. I like. It's like I like I like the day of Christmas, but again, I just like any time I'm with my family yeah. anyway. So it's like Christmas is just another day I'm I spending like with the my family. Smells and the, it's just a very. I heard somebody on a podcast last week say it's a very sensory mm-hmm. holiday, and I that's what I like that about makes it. Sense, yeah. The the decorating. I like the ritual of decorating with the family. I like the ritual of buying presents and making. Making plans and deciding what we're going to make. I like well, every month, not December. All right. Well, on that, my friends, everybody, we hope you have whatever you're celebrating a happy holiday. We hope you guys get to see your family. We know that this is going to be a tough and different year for many of us, but we're going to try to put as much positivity out there as we can. And we hope you guys have a great time. But right now, guys, let's talk some more holiday. Let's jump into my interview with Tarya. Hello. Hello, Tarya. It's it's Petter with the uh, Metal Sucks. Hey, how are you? I am good. I am good. I I actually, it's funny because we're going to talk about the holidays. It's going to be great to talk about Christmas. But I'm putting the lights up around <laughs> my house right now, and I have uh, I bought a ladder where I can reach my roof just for Christmas lights around my roof liner. And every time I'm up there, <laughs> I, it's all right. It's scary <laughs> e- every time. Be careful. <laughs> that's the thing is that I'm trying to surprise the kids so when they come home and it's dark I could show it to them so I, nice. I'm doing it I'm doing it by myself which probably isn't smart or safe I don't have anybody really that's really sounds scary it sounds scary enough for me how many kids do you have two two uh, both uh, well I have I'm sorry two and a stepson so I have three do apologize wow. for that so uh, a five-year-old a one-year or 15 months now and then uh, stepson's 11. So, yeah. Wow. So, a lot is going on in there. <laughs> oh, the holidays are exciting. Yeah, the holidays are exciting for me because uh, I, I got to tell you, the five-year-old is excited about everything. So, I, when you put the tree up and it lights up, it's just there's a 
Oh, yeah, his, of course. It's, it's wonderful to live again our Christmases, our own childhood memories through our own kids. I mean, that is how it is. Hmm. Absolutely. What um now growing up says because I had uh, a lot of great uh, times through the holidays as a kid. Growing up, what are some of your favorite memories? I guess as a kid growing up through the holidays. Well, you know, Finland. Uh, Finland is a Christmas country. We we call it, or we we kind of feel it. It's a Christmas country. We are quite um, because it's the time of the year, very dark time of the year. We light up the candles. We put up the lights uh, already in November because now at this moment it's already very dark there. So it's a pretty hard time also to live through, you know, mm. um, because uh, lack of light. So, um, but. My memories, you know, my childhood memories were with my family, very quiet Christmases, not not like uh, this commercial kind of Christmases. It's, it was just very important to get together, to be together, to enjoy cooking and uh, carrying the uh, the tree from the from the forest uh, with full of snow, you know, uh, back to the living room and. And it was that kind of things, you know, I have, uh, we sang a lot together with my family. We, I was playing the piano, we sang a lot. And uh, more or less like that kind of memories. Um, it was very quiet always during Christmas in Finland and quite magical though. I've spent my Christmases in many other countries since ever I left Finland uh, around 20 years ago already. And it's never the same. <laughs> I have to tell you, it's never the same. Mm. Oh, there's a connection to our our birthplace. I think for holidays, and you you did mention so in Finland, you guys. And, and again, I'm in Las Vegas, so I'm over here in the states. We go and buy our Christmas trees in like yeah. pretty much parking lots, you know, where yeah. <laughs> which is the truth. <laughs> but did, did growing up, did you guys go out and find your tree, cut it down? Because I know that there's a much more forested and wooded area. Yeah. Out there. Is that is that what you guys yeah. did? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, we have a. Awesome. I mean, I mean, I'm. I was born in a very, very teeny tiny village, of um, maybe 500 inhabitants. I mean, and we did not have any neighbors. We had a. We did not have any farm animals or anything like that. But we had. We were growing vegetables. We were growing the berries with the fruits. Everything you know on our own, and. Uh, we had a lot of forests around us. So I'm a very country girl. I'm a country, country girl. <laughs> and and I, I used to go with my dad to cut the real Christmas tree. And uh, it was very hard because usually we had a lot of snow. And so oh, you, needed to, you needed to struggle to get the proper tree that you had pointed out. Like, oh, that is the one that I want. And it took a long time to get it really dry out, first of all, dry and before you could able before you was able to put it on the living room really so but it was a nice it's a nice tradition and i i tend to keep the tradition still to my own child to be able to show that you know this is a real christmas tree the scent of it is so amazing and um, it's it's as part of a christmas the, to have that scent in the living room. You know? <laughs> I, I agree. I completely do. I only have one Christmas. My my mother and father, um, they're from the former Yugoslavia. They're in Montenegro. And I spent mm. one Christmas out there in a, in a small... Because she, she was in a, a town called Orach. And it's a small, exactly like country town. And yeah. I'll never forget like the room we had. It was like stone. And it was almost like a... I don't want to say a castle, but it felt that way to me. And I was about yeah. six years old. And... Same thing with the fireplace and the smells. It was completely like from the movies to me. But that was my only time to spend it um, back home with my mom and them. That was right. That was post the uh, you know the former Yugoslavia before the civil war. So after that, we didn't go back. Um, you should, and, and we you should fly, you fly with your family to Lapland, to north of part of Finland, and uh, to let your children to experience that that magic of christmas that we have over there it's really something it's that really is something. that is something that i need to do you're completely right that is something that i didn't even put together till right now man but yeah i have to have that same memory that i had i want to give it to them it's really about a lot of that yeah and it's nice for us as well i mean it's it's nice nice to see those kind of or feel those kind of things as well i mean christmas um 
for me has been that family thing but since my my mother passed away in 2003 my christmas is changed they don't they didn't feel like christmases anymore and so i kind of lost that spirit but then when i uh, became a mother myself and i saw the joy in my own child's eyes every time when the christmas arrived and i was uh, preparing the traditional finnish christmas for her it, it it has always been very important for me to really try to maintain those traditions and so um, to see her happy of course I became also happy and, and joyful and celebrating the Christmases again but I know coming to to this is that Christmas is not a happy celebration for everybody mm. at all and, and uh, many people even hate Christmas and so because it is actually uh, sad sad moment for many I mean sad celebration to live through for many because of the fact that we've lost dear ones and and we want to kind of we miss them and we, we would like to be with them and we can't and so on so on and, but that's why we have music and that's why we have art and that's why we have many things to to give us the hope and um, I made that album that Christmas album mm. for those lonely souls in Christmas this from spirits and ghosts I thought of it like I I have to do it differently, but I want to approach these people. And uh, that's the best way. I mean, for me, the best way to connect them is with the music. Absolutely. And that's what we're here actually to talk about, everybody. I know we jumped into the Christmas talk right away. No, it's okay. But uh, I, no. we're here to promote, guys. And I know I probably did it before the interview, but don't even worry about it. We're here to promote Tara Christmas Together. It's a live stream for 2020, guys. Perfect perfect thing yeah. to do right before the holidays it's going to be available december 11th and december 12th guys make sure you go to worldwide live dot container that's k-o-n-t-a-i-n-e-r dot live and you can uh, pick up tickets and pre-order that and they're available right now they just went on sale a little bit ago but make sure guys if you haven't you're checking that out and um you did bring up the uh the you have two christmas records if i'm not mistaken from spirits yeah. to ghosts is the one that came out in 2017 um that that one i i am very very fond of tell us about the first record i'm, I'm so far i'm not super familiar with it uh from 2006 that you did you see some of it maybe you <laughs> see some of it. it's called henkausikuisuudesta the breath from heaven oh, nice. uh, and uh it's um it was my first record uh it came out 2006 mm -hmm. uh and it was kind of like, because there is a very big, very, very long tradition for Finnish artists making concerts in Finland during during Christmas time. So from November to December, all the venues are packed with Christmas concerts. The, the churches are filled with Christmas concerts. So every everybody is performing. So for me, it was kind of when I started my solo career, I was having this idea, okay, uh, how to do it like, immediately jump into rock or something else i want to you know find my way and la, 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 la. it was like that and then it was the idea that i i kind of you know i met some good people and i said okay well let's do this first and then get into something else and that was 2006 i um i uh did that the album but you know not even that album i had any jingle bells on it or very happy tunes on it so i'm not very like <laughs> You know, for me, those Christmas songs are not necessarily the, or the ones that I prefer are not necessarily the ones that are very happy and commercial kind of songs. I'm, I'm a very positive person, mm. absolutely positive person, but there's a certain darkness in me that uh, just uh, kind of, I find it beautiful to create music, that darkness in me. So for me, it's way more easier to express myself through a darker music and you see it in me when I'm in rock or metal but also in classical music mm -hmm. it's the same thing and so uh, but it's been a long tradition for me since 2004 I've been doing concert tours with Christmas and uh, every year every year a lot of concerts <laughs> dude that, uh, that sounds exciting um, we get Trans-Siberian Orchestra always comes through and uh, yeah. it's such a like I said, it's just this whole positive event because it, it's really circled around, you know, the focus of, of uh, 
innocence and beauty and, and all these yeah. things. And that's what really brings to it. Now, with the live stream show, out of curiosity, because a lot of fans that have seen you, um, you know, perform live and all those things, a lot of the songs off those Christmas-themed records, I mean, you don't play live, but is this live stream going to have a large majority of those on the set list? It's on the same, it based, the concert is based on the same concert that was actually released on the, on the, um, Ghost, Spirits and Ghosts album. Okay. So a live album now, mm-hmm. or oh, actually it's going to be released in US in a couple of days, this album. So a uh, live album that is based on, um, based on uh, some Ave Maria, some international Christmas songs, some Finnish traditional Christmas songs, and uh, even a couple of songs of my own. I wrote an Ave Maria a few years ago, and I wrote a song called Together a few years ago. And uh, this is like, um, the concert is a Christmas concert, absolutely, Christmas concert. But it's very intimate setting. I'm going to be singing together with a cellist, pianist, and um, guitar player only. And we put up a very nice production, very nice production, but it's a very intimate, as I said, very, very intimate setting. And so I, my idea for this streaming concert is to reach people really get together, you know, and especially this year that we have been having going on, like the most strangest time ever for anybody or everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. it hasn't been an easy year. So um, that's my wish to really, if you cannot be with, together with your family members, just get them there so that you can feel that you are together. And uh, because the same is going to happen to me, I cannot be with my family either in a Christmas. So I know they are going to be there. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and that's something I didn't want to touch on is the production, because when, when you have to rehearse for a live stream event like this, um, you have to kind of almost like a theatrical performance, but you have to you have to have the cameras ready, all those things doing like a dry run beforehand. How, how much preparation goes into it uh, prior to you actually, you know, streaming it out to the world and to the audience? Well, we rehearse the day before. We rehearse as a as a band, you know. Mm-hmm. We go through the program, but then in the location, we just go through very fastly. I mean, we check the cameras, we check the lights. Everything has to be well prepared in advance. And it's like making TV. It's like making mm-hmm. live TV. Uh, I've been working in a TV productions, and so... I kind of know what to expect. I have never done a live streaming like this uh, with music before, but I've been on plenty of TV shows and it's kind of like, ah, it's a nerve-breaking moment for everybody uh, because obviously we wish that everything will go fine and everything will go fine. <laughs> but eventually, performance-wise, there is no way that you can practice that. I mean, uh, I know the songs and uh, I just, I'm burning. I'm actually burning to be able to get back on stage with or without audience (laughs) (laughs) so because it's been such a long time already since my last tour and so yeah exciting well that energy is going to be there it's going to be great for us to see and uh we always talk about when you're when you when you were talking earlier about how sometimes when we do feel alone in certain times that art is what gets to us even if it comforts us in a sad level a happy level whatever it always gets to us um growing up though um as christmas themed films or christmas themes music what was like your favorite christmas album growing up oh the favorite christmas album Oh la la, must have been something like Finnish, but well, my favorite Christmas song or Christmas um, cartoon uh, from where this song is from is from the snowman, is the walking in the air song. Mm. It's still it's still my favorite and um, that is something that I'm always willing to see in every Christmas, the snowman cartoon and together with my daughter, with my family, we are watching it. It's like a tradition, so... Um, but an album I cannot recall now, like a full, full length, maybe from Finnish artists that you would not know. No, no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, the Finnish, you know, the Finnish traditional Christmas songs, they're not, um, I, I already mentioned, they're not very happy, kind of, we are very melancholic, melancholic, melancholic people. So, yeah, yeah we, we kind of tend to, uh, ever since Sibelius, we time kind of tend to write 
melancholic song, songs, the nature is sur surrounding us. We have thousands of lakes and a lot of forest and not too many people around. And so the nature is really inspiring us to write music uh, as, you know, and so it's always a huge influence for us. And so one way or another, the kind of the music scene is a darker scene over there. <laughs> <laughs> of course, there is a lot of happy music around as well. But, uh, you know, a lot of metal bands, a lot of rock bands, a lot of, um, yeah, good music. <laughs> Absolutely. I think a snow, I know it's, I know like visually snow and all that stuff, the, the perfect snow. I always think of happiness, but it's always indoors with a fire. Obviously for outdoors, it's going to be very, very cold out here. We've been lucky to get snow once oh. every, yeah, I know in, in, in Las Vegas out here, which is extremely hot, but the last three years in a row, we gotten it twice right before wow. Christmas. And it's been like to us, it's, it's like, we're shocked at like, they were like, wow, this is a miracle in a way, you know? And, um, so to, to have that nature connection, I think is so important living in, for me, at least living in a desert, it's such a, uh, a different vibe. Um, growing up though, for me, like you know, my dad had a Neil Diamond Christmas record that I feel oh, like he played, <laughs> I, I feel like that's, he played that one until the end of time. And then he got a Harry Connick Jr. one. And I remember me and my brother being like, "No, we want Neil Diamond." So that was our <laughs> that was our guy was Neil Diamond. I, I don't I'm sure wow. that's a popular one. I don't know, but um, yeah, it was uh, those those songs. There, I I don't have it anymore. This is something I need to look into. I need to find that it's Neil nice. Diamond record. It's nice. It's nice sometimes to go back and like, oh yeah. I should check it out. <laughs> I, I, I'm scared to do that a lot of times because when I was a kid, the things I loved, usually when I revisit them as an adult, I'm like, wow, this wasn't good. So I'm like, of course. I'm scared. Absolutely. My God, just look at the pictures, how we look like or what we did or, <laughs> oh my goodness. So like, <laughs> why? You just ask why? I know. It's, it's, uh, but it, hey, it's, it's life. life. It's life. That's what it is. Yeah, it's it's all about it. So, um, with the holidays right now, um, everybody out there, I want to remind you guys one more time. All right, make sure you guys are pre-ordering tickets to this live stream. It's on December eleventh and twelfth. It's it's Tarja's live stream, guys. Go to one more time. Worldwide Live dot container. That's container with a K. Dot L I V E, guys, and pick up some tickets. This is going to be something great for the family for everybody. If you guys haven't had a chance to check it out. So um, one one question I do want to talk about because we just talked about you missing the stage and we've had a lot of time off during this uh, interesting year, as you said, this year of we don't know what to do is what I call it, um, which is the weirdest feeling in, in the world. But um, music-wise, as an artist, you a lot of people will keep going. So has there been a lot of talk of a follow-up to uh, In The Raw currently? Yeah, I mean, the beginning was hard. I mean, I did not know what to, how to kind of react. Uh, it was so weird, the whole feeling of uh, not being able to work anymore. Because obviously, when you are an artist, you are always on the edge of, uh, edge of the wave or, you know, you're like a crashing wave all the time. You need to fight for your dreams all the time. And I'm so used to, and I'm a very productive person. I'm always like trying to be ahead of time or, you know, I, I'm just that kind of, progressive person so then suddenly when I was left with nothing I mean was not able to work uh, any longer it was like huh? the feeling hit me very hard and uh, it took me some time to be able to start feeling inspiration again getting in but it did and I'm very happy that I've been able to write music I've been able to recall record music I've been able to produce new tracks and and record myself. I've been learning how to record my vocals alone and uh, doing my stuff. And, you know, uh, I have new gear and I have a new studio and I have everything <laughs> nice. like everybody, I think now. And so uh, it's been a productive year and you will hear a lot of new music already next year coming out and uh, new rock record. Not yet, because I'm still finishing the touring within the row. I just got started. <laughs> so. That's what I was going to bring that up is that like, yeah, the songs still have to have their life on that stage and it kind of got paused a little bit, but we, yeah, we're going to get a full tour though, eventually, uh, for, to celebrate that record that's still in the works right before a new record comes out. Yes, for sure. Yes, of Absolutely. course. Yes. 
because all these tours for this year, even from that were already planned for next year, you know, we are planning for 2022 already mm -hmm. next so oh yeah and that's a fingers crossed it seems like i remember when it first happened and they you know march april or, or around the world is in different places but a lot of bands were like we're gonna move this tour to september and i was like cool that should be fine <laughs> like no yeah yeah, right there, so yeah. that's, that's really the thing not, it's, yeah it's the it's the hardest thing not to know i mean how long this will take yeah that's the a lot of artists though and, and i know that um you know a lot of them when they have these limitations or things in their way they get really creative and it, it kind of motivates them to be like i gotta figure something out new do you have that like fire where you're like i gotta figure something out to have that same feeling or is it really just you have to be patient how do you feel about it no it's those two things <laughs> actually it's those two things that it took me some time to start start in the beginning but then it was like needs to be like needs to i need to finish the things that i was working on already already and you know do do <laughs> you need to need to be kind of uh preparing for the future anyway anyway i i want to be ready when the time is there to go and break all my bones again <laughs> you know live shows because that is what i'm really kind of uh, looking forward so much i i mean definitely miss my audiences and miss the, miss miss my musicians so much i haven't been able to get together with these guys since march and and now it's going to be the first time really to to be able to make live music again so oh, oh my god oh the stream it's is going to be exciting i'm i'm telling you you're going to i've i don't know have you seen i've been watching a lot of these all summer i've been a, a huge fan of the live stream and it's cra yeah. it's crazy to me because it's just like a pay-per-view concert that I, I don't believe we didn't think of this before. This is something that I think is going to be very positive coming out of the uh, pandemic yeah. is that a yeah. lot of bands have this option now for us worldwide, you know? Um, yeah, it's amazing. It's for also, I feel that I'm, it's very, ama it's amazing opportunity for me to be able to show, okay, this is not a rock show, mm -hmm. but it's a Christmas show. And I've been doing these Christmas concerts since 2004. So what i've been doing I, of course there are fans you know there have been willing or promoters willing me to play a show in argentina brazil or wherever but the limited time of christmas making these shows it, it is very limited you mm -hmm. won't see me in december uh, in february or march this kind of concert so i haven't been able to do that yet so now it's like wow anybody we could connect so it's really a fantastic thing that these platforms are there, the, the technology allows us really to do this. I, I That's what I'm saying. This could be a yearly thing now, right? I'm not saying that that's the plan, but if this is, if it works out and everything's good, we can see these yeah. Christmas shows across the world. You know, um, I know the one-on-one -on -one connection in the theater is always going to be much yeah. more, much more, you know, special. There's nothing we can replace being in the same room with, loud yeah. amps and all there's nothing i got that but uh this uh this compromise like i said it, it does make you feel very much not alone and i i mean i i don't really watch things on my computer screen i'm kind of an, a different generation where i don't really do that but sitting through a lot of these stream shows i just sit there and i realize i'm just smiling watching mm. you know the the mm. bands that i love that i yeah. consider friends you know just doing this for us fans and us having this connection it's it is a beautiful thing. I mean, it is. What would, yeah, what would be life without music? I mean, or uh, art in general. Huh? You said it's it. Like, mm, yeah. There's no. the world I don't want to live in. That's the one. <laughs> so, but uh, with that, just one more time, I want to promote, guys, do not, do not, do not miss out. If you guys are going to celebrate the holidays, make sure you're pre-ordering Tarya's Christmas together. It's the live stream 2020, guys. WorldwideLive.ContainerWithAK.Live. December 11th and December 12th. Those are the dates we got to do that. So make sure um, you guys are pre-ordering with that. I want to thank you so much, Tarya, for calling into the Metal Sucks podcast and for doing this live stream for our families and everybody during the holiday season. It really means a lot to us. Thank you so much for having me, and uh, I wish you happy holidays. Can I say that? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Happy holidays it is. I'm going to get back on the ladder, but I'm going to be okay. I'll be safe. <laughs> 
I'll be safe. <laughs> if nice I break if I break an arm, I'll I'll you know you'll hear it on the episode. So cool, excellent. Thank you so much. <laughs> bye. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye.
the Metal Sucks Podcast.
All right, guys, and we are back. First song you heard is off the reissue of From Spirits and Ghosts, the second is Christmas Together Live from 2019. That is O Come, O Come, Emmanuel Live. Make sure you guys are picking up that double CD if you can right now. Second song you heard is off the latest record that came out in 2019 in the Raw. That song is the opening track, Dead Promises. Make sure you heard us talk in the interview. She's going to give the world tour eventually when things open up for that record. Make sure you guys are picking that up. With that, we want to thank everybody out there for the five-star reviews we keep getting on the good old Apple iTunes. That's all we can ask for as a team from you guys. We truly, truly appreciate you take the time and do that little click. Every time we see it, that number move up, smiles across our face, motivates us to keep going. And we want to thank everybody for the support on our other podcast, Rise to Offend. Um, we are working on a, an episode of John O'Brien right now that hopefully we can get out during the holidays. Very depressing episode, but... We might drop it in the wonderful month of December because Brenna likes to uh, to be depressed during December. No, I don't like being depressed during <laughs> December. I think I just I just hate the bullshit. It's all a fucking farce. All right, okay, guys. Next week, guys, we're gonna do our best of the year episode, top fifteen. It's gonna be four hours long, so we're taking care of you guys big time. We're gonna play a track off that. Got a bunch of interviews lined up, so make sure you guys tune in next week. Enjoy our epic year-end episode because we appreciate you fools. Until then, the Metal Sucks Podcast is signing off.